Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our King, our Savior, Messiah Jesus. I'm proclaiming to our one-place listeners all over the world in over a hundred countries that Messiah Jesus is coming. I'm here in northern Israel, thankful to be saved by this King, this God, this Savior, Jesus. Pray with, pray with me, will you, in his name. Oh, Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for our one-place listeners. Thank you for this special one-place program that is going out to our one-place listeners. Bless them today as they've taken the time out of their day to hear from you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Amen. Well, I do have a special program for our One Place listeners, and uh, it really pertains to a specific scripture I spoke yesterday, and the contrast from believing that and proclaiming that compared to what else I heard, to what someone else said to me today. So what I'm going to do is remind you of a program, I think it was there, it aired yesterday, and a specific passage in there in, in Jeremiah 31, 10 and 11. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it in the isles afar off and say, He who scattered Israel will gather him and keep him as a shepherd does his flock. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob and ransomed him from the hand of one stronger than he. Now, a lot of what we do in this ministry to position people for grace and mercy is to proclaim the prophetic word of God, what the prophets spoke about, what the apostles spoke about pertaining to this hour in which we live, and the signs are bursting off the pages of the Bible into our world. And I talk a lot about those signs, the birth pangs, four of them primarily in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, and also the days of Noah, and also the, the, the central sign of the times, which is what this passage talks about. And so the Bible commands believers in the nations to declare and hear the word of the Lord. And it pertains to the fig tree blossoming. Messiah Jesus said, when you see the fig tree blossom, know that everything that's written in the, in the prophetic word in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, about the coming of Messiah Jesus to sit on the throne of David, the great tribulation that will take place before that, the rapture of the church, all these things will take place, and then Jesus will sit on the throne of David in Jerusalem. Yes? And this is a sign that that generation will not pass away that sees all this. So, we are told to proclaim that he who scattered Israel will gather him. And and you hear us, when, you say, when I say us, you hear myself and John McTernan, uh, our co-host who's often on the program, proclaim what the Lord is doing with Israel how his word proclaims that he will gather Israel from the nations, unbelieving in Messiah Jesus, mostly. And then at the end, when he returns, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, Zechariah 14, and he will fight against those nations who have come against Israel and specifically Jerusalem. So that's what I'm doing. I'm proclaiming, I'm obeying the word of the Lord. I was yesterday, I'm doing it today because uh, the Lord's told me through this passage, very specifically, to do that, to declare his prophetic plans for Israel, and that he's going to, he has redeemed Israel by the power of the cross and the resurrection, Messiah Jesus has, and by the blood of the Lamb, the Passover Lamb, and he 
is coming back to reign and rule over a redeemed Israel. Yes. And that he has ransomed Israel from the hand of one stronger than Israel. And so that's what we're doing. We're proclaiming that Islam can't keep the Jews from inheriting their land and, and receiving the promise of Jesus Christ. We're, we're proclaiming that, that, um, that Wall Street, that has the, many of the Jewish people in bondage, and, 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 and false philosophies of Buddhism. There are Jewish Buddhists. You know what we call them? We call them Jubus. <laughs> so there are Jewish Buddhists. There are atheists and humanists. And, 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 and false forms of unbiblical Judaism that, that, are, that are stronger than the Jewish people today. But the Lord is even stronger than that and will redeem them. And no matter how much the nations of the world tell the God of Israel that they cannot come and inherit their own land that the Bible calls Judea and Samaria and most in the world call it the West Bank and that they cannot inherit Gaza, which... Uh, uh, the world says uh, that somehow Israel is at fault when they defend themselves from Hamas, the wicked terrorist group. No, 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 no. The Lord is stronger, and they will inherit their land, including those areas, and much, much more. The biblical boundaries of, boundaries of Israel will, exp- will expand. So I'm co- proclaiming these things to you. And you hear me sometimes talk about a blessing line and a cursing line. The cursing line is that long line where people is so full of people fighting to get to the front of that line to receive their curse. And the Bible says, I'll bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you with regard to Abraham and his descendants, Isaac, Jacob. Of course, the Lord changed Jacob's name to Israel and their descendants. No, no, no. Their cursing line is for those who curse Israel. And then there's that blessing line. Oh, it's a short line. I don't know why more people don't want to get in it, but that blessing line is where the blessings of the Lord are handed out. And, and so, so the, curse, the cursed line, uh, I want to tell you a story about that line, and I want to tell you a story from someone that's in that cursed line who approached me, and I had a discussion with you. See, I was at our congregation here in Israel yesterday, our Messianic congregation. And I was minding my own beeswax, and a fellow walked up to me who was from Germany. And he, he had a big smile on his face, and he seemed like he was really with the Lord and, and full of faith and joy of the Lord. And, and we got to talking, and he said, you know, he said, uh, I, really, I really am looking forward to meeting some people in Israel who are believers who I can talk to about Israeli history and the Bible, and, and I want to learn more about, about, about these things. And so as we were talking for a while, I really felt like I was supposed to meet with him. And so we made arrangements for me to do just that. So I said, okay, let's do that. Let's, let's go ahead and, and make arrangements. And so we met today, today here in Israel, Tuesday, according to the time of this recording. And, and we met today, and you cannot imagine what came out in that discussion. Oh, oh, it was amazing. Frankly, it was the exact opposite of what we're commanded to do in these passages. Remember, again, we're to hear the word of the Lord, and we're to declare in the nations that the Lord has brought Israel back, and that and this is all in the context of the of Bible prophecy being fulfilled. This is one of the primary signs of the times in which we live. Yes. 
And so um, I thought I was going to be talking with a, a fellow who's a brother in the Lord who's in that blessed line with me and who wanted to be further blessed from understanding the truth of the Bible and certainly as it relates to the things I'm discussing with you, that the Lord is bringing the Jewish people back. He's fulfilling Bible prophecy. King Jesus is coming and we need to be ready. The signs are all around us. You know, those things. And, and, and so, as we went on with our discussion today, I learned that's not who this person is at all. And I'll, I'll share more about that when I come back from this break. But first off, I want to share uh, some things pertaining to that blessing line. That blessing line. Uh, we have this ministry called Blessing Israeli Believers. And uh, I get to work with and partner with and really be an Israeli believer in Messiah Jesus. We're, we're here. And, and many of the believers here are getting out the gospel and making disciples and, and doing such good work to bless Israel and to proclaim to the nations, you better bless Israel. You better think twice about how you talk about Israel and behave towards Israel. And so we, we want to be, and we, the Bible commands us to be a light in a dark place. Well, you can participate. How? Well, as you partner with Blessing Israeli Believers, you help us. And, and you can even be part of Jeremiah 31, 10, and 11 yourselves. As you learn more and you become a, a, a part of, of a bridge between the Israeli believers and Messiah Jesus here in Israel and, and there in the nations where you're listening. And you can proclaim these things wherever you are. We have a monthly newsletter. And if you'll get on that newsletter by going to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com, you can request to be put on that newsletter. Just send us an email. Give us your information. And we'll put you on our monthly uh, mailing list. You can get a, a, a mail, a, a letter, a physical letter in your post. Or you can get an email letter. And we'll send it out to you monthly. And you can find out more about the believers in the land. Uh, find out their names. Find out what they're doing. Find out how you can pray for them. And you can proclaim these things that you see in their lives there in the nations where you are. You can do Jeremiah 31, 10, and 11 for yourselves. Hallelujah. Now, when you prayerfully and financially partner with Blessing Israeli Believers, you help keep this radio program watched therefore on the air. Why? Because this ministry sponsors this program. So we encourage you to do just that. Uh, I announce it every day, and it, it really is. Time is getting shorter, and it's amazing that it's going to be June. Oh, my goodness, June 2016. Well, in October, we have our Blessing Israeli Believers Feast of Tabernacles uh, Israel Tour. Oh, it's going to be a special time. Now, if you want to see a video, a little promotional video, go to watchtherefore.tv. If you want to see a... Uh, an itinerary and sign up and learn more about the Israeli believers, go to blessingisraelibelievers.com. Listen, you can put down a small deposit and get started now preparing to come with us in Israel uh, in uh, October. It's going to be so special. You don't want to miss it. Oh, you're going to love it. If you have any questions about the tour, make sure you shoot me an email and let me know. Tell me about it and I'll be glad to answer you. Now, I want to get back to what I was discussing before the break. So I was discussing the distinction, two different lines, the blessing line and the cursing line. And so I thought today I was going to be meeting with someone who's in that blessing line. If you just got in your car, my name is Doe Schwartz. I'm with 
the ministry Watch Therefore. That's the program. I'm proclaiming King Jesus is coming and that we need to be ready. And, and so I was talking with our listeners before the break about this passage in Jeremiah 31, 10 and 11. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it in the isles afar off and say, He who scattered Israel will gather him. See, we're commanded to proclaim in the nations that the Lord who scattered Israel is regathering them. And he will shepherd them. He will shepherd them like a flock. Yes. And that he's redeemed Jacob, Israel, and ransomed them from the hand of one stronger than he. Our Lord Jesus, Messiah Yeshua, Mashiach Yeshua Adonai. The Messiah, Jesus, our Lord, he has paid with his blood for his people Israel and he has a prophetic plan to save them and bring them back to himself and see if we proclaim that and we believe that and we stand in what God's doing in his prophetic word in this prophetic hour we stand in the line of blessings yes but the cursed line is that which comes against the the word of the Lord and what the Lord is doing in this hour and the things that are coming that we see in the book of Revelation, that we see in, in the Gospels, that we see in the prophets. And so a man came to me yesterday at our congregation. He was from Germany, and he didn't know me from anyone else, and he started talking with me, and he wanted to meet with me to talk to me about Israel history and the Bible. And so just think, he didn't know I know the word of God. He didn't know that I could stand uh, and, and discern the distinction between the blessed line and the cursed line. Oh, no, no, no. So I met with him today, and he began to, to weave a wicked web of deception, or attempt to anyhow. And he began to explain to me why the book of Revelation isn't true and why we shouldn't believe the Re- book of Revelation. And to that I said, Oh, dear friend, I couldn't call him my brother in Jesus because I don't think he is. I'm very concerned that he may not be. I said, oh, friend, aren't you concerned about the curses in the book of Revelation? That whoever would remove any of these words, the curses that are in the book of Revelation would be upon them? Oh, no, I'm not worried. I'm not scared. I'm not worried about those things. See, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. I went on to explain to him. Now, I, I told him as he began to tell me other things he didn't believe that are in the Bible. I told him that, you know, I explained to him the signs of the birth pangs of the earthquakes and the famine and uh, the pestilences and the ethnic violence all happening at the same time like never before. He said, oh, you can arrange these things in a discussion however you want. No, no, no. And I told him about the days of Noah and I explained very clearly uh, that in Genesis 6, 1, there's a population explosion. Men begin to multiply on the earth in the days of Noah. And I explained to him how 200 years ago there were a billion people on the earth and today there are 7 billion. That's a population explosion like the earth has never seen. Most of the people who are alive, who have ever lived in the history of humanity, are alive today. And they are alive to receive God's grace or God's wrath. And, and, And I went on to explain that. And then I began to explain Jeremiah 31, this passage, how the Lord has rebirthed physically the nation of Israel, but he's about to rebirth spiritually in the nation of Israel as the book of Revelation is fulfilled and these other things. And he began to, he continued to scoff. And I told him this. I said, you who do not believe in Bible prophecy are sitting here fulfilling Bible prophecy because in 2 Peter chapter 3, 
the Bible proclaims that when all of these signs are taking place in the last days, that scoffers will come walking after their own lusts. And they will mock and criticize and be skeptical of the, of the prophetic word being fulfilled in the coming of Messiah Jesus in this generation. And I looked at him, I said, you are fulfilling these words. And I read Second Timothy or part of it to him. And he said, oh, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. And, and then he, he went on to say that he didn't think Paul, the Apostle Paul, should write things like whoever believes in another, in another gospel, let him be accursed. And it wasn't long into our discussion at this point, and, and, and really before that, but by this time I certainly was realizing this man is a wolf in sheep's clothing. This is one who came into the congregation to take someone out. He, he told me in our discussion, I love to make disciples. Well, what kind of disciples? Disciples that fall away from our faith in Messiah Jesus. Disciples who reject, reject the word of God. He told me, he went on to tell me, the Bible isn't the word of God. Oh, no, no, no. And when I said, well, all scripture is inspired by God and, and profitable for doctrine, right teaching about God, reproof. You're going the wrong way. And I told him, and you are correction and here's the right way instruction in righteousness see this is what the word of god is for oh no 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 he said no part of the bible's the word of god. i said and part of the bible's the word of god and part of it is and i said oh really and i bet you can tell me what isn't the word of god and what is right you see he's a wolf how do you know what a wolf is well you know them by their fruits you know them by their fruits and, and you know what is in someone's heart by the words Jesus, our Lord, told us by the words that come out of their mouth. No, this is a scoffer. This is a mocker. And they are, have increased in this hour. And, and, and he began to ask me, what do you think about this? And, 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 and what do you think about the, the, uh, the uh, exodus? Do you think really two million people came out of Egypt across the desert? I said to him, I said, well, what do you think I think about it? <laughs> he said, I think you believe it's literal. I said, well, I certainly do. I certainly do. He, didn't, he, he, he was telling me about his great wisdom and how he, could, how he could explain to me what was truth that we could believe in the Bible and what wasn't, right? Now he's a scoffer. He's a wolf. Now just think, if he would have grabbed a hold of someone in our congregation who'd been saved for three months, two months, a week or two, didn't know the word of God, Get a hold of a poor soul like that and, and, and drive him into deception and foolishness, you see? And so um, we have scoffers and mockers in our midst. Well, I called him to repentance. I told him he was in great trouble with the Lord and he should be in great fear of his current position. And I told him he's in the cursed line. He went on to tell me how Israel will not receive the biblical borders. He was questioning that Israel would receive their biblical borders or that the rest of Bible prophecy would be fulfilled. Yes, he's, he's got demon spirits that mock the word of God. You see, in the book of Genesis, that's what Satan did with Eve. He said, has God really said? And then Satan began to interpret the word of God for Eve. Oh, she wouldn't really die if she would eat of that fruit. Right. Well, yeah, not only did she spiritually die, which brought death and she did end up dying from it. Certainly she and Adam both she killed. And the, the Bible says through Adam, sin came because she was deceived. Eve was their sin killed us all. And we're all dying because of it. Now, you really shouldn't let the devil interpret the word of God for you. And you really shouldn't let the devil deceive you into thinking some is 
or some may, some maybe, but some is not the word of God. No, that's not the way to go, folks. This is a real encounter that I had today, and I felt it was so important to share with you the distinction, a real-life testimony and example of the blessed line and of the cursed line. And I have a question for you. I have a question for you. Which line are you in today? Which line are you in today? Are you in the line that's blessed that says, no, I believe the promises of the Lord are yea and amen? I believe Jesus, the Lord, died on the cross for my sins, was buried on the third day, rose again. I believe everything from Genesis to Revelation and everything in between is the word of God. I believe that Bible prophecy is being fulfilled right where I am, and I can see it all around me if I'll just be humble enough to go to the Lord and ask him to give me eyes to see and ears to hear. Are you blessing Israel? Are you proclaiming the Lord? Look what he's doing with Israel. Obviously, he's about to return. And trouble is coming, just like the Bible says. Oh, we need to be ready. Do you believe in any moment? As you watch, therefore, are you getting ready for King Jesus to come for his people in the clouds? Are you in the blessed line? And I have good news for you today. And I even shared this with my friend today. I said, friend, listen. You're in big trouble with the Lord. And in love, I'm calling you to repentance. Please repent. I I told him one of my jobs is to position my life and others for grace and mercy. I told him, and you need great grace and mercy right now. You're you're a cursed man. You're in a cursed line. You, you You need forgiveness. You need God's love and forgiveness. Please repent. I called him. I said, please repent. Please repent of the arrogance and foolishness of mocking and scoffing at the word of God and receive the real Jesus, the one whose words are from Genesis to Revelation. And I prayed for him. And so, listen, folks, it's getting weirder by the second. It's getting weirder by the second. I have another question. When you are confronted with these things, are you ready to stand and not be deceived? Do you have enough understanding of the word of God? Uh, You know, there's a test that someone gave and they asked them to name the Ten Commandments. They took a survey. They went out with a camera and asked people to name the Ten Commandments. People couldn't name one or two or three, but they could name the names of ten beers. They could name the names of ten beers. They could name the names of ten music stars on MTV. They could name the names of ten television shows or ten modern movies but they couldn't name the Ten Commandments. Do you read the Bible? Are you prepared to to stand in an hour of, of deception and foolishness according to the Word of God today? Oh, please let me pray for you. Oh, Holy Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, Father, we're going to need to be ready in this hour for the deception and foolishness and attacks that are all around us. And the battlefield is our mind. Our mind is the battlefield. Because your word says, as a man thinks, so he is. Oh, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, will you bless our listeners today? If there's one who's in that cursing line, that cursed line, may they humble themselves and repent and receive Jesus as Lord. And, and if they're believers already, but they're still they're walking under curses, believers can choose to walk under curses and be, be deceived enough to walk under some curses. Get out from under those curses and get in the blessing line today. And proclaim where you are. Jesus is coming. We can see by what he's doing with his people, Israel, gathering them, getting ready to redeem them. He has redeemed them. 
but the redemption will be final when he returns and saves Israel from their sins. For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you become wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to the Israel till the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And as it is written, all Israel will be saved, for the deliverer will come out of Zion, turn ungodliness, ungodliness from Jacob, for this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. O oh, Father, show our listeners how to be a blessing to Israel and to be blessed. Thank you, Father, Messiah, Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're out of time, folks. Remember, you can go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com and join in the blessings. And remember to watch, therefore, Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. Thanks for listening today. And please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.